0: Hey, folks! This is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a DogCast Studio podcast. You catch new episodes of the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby.
1: Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turn Buckle Report. Joining me tonight on the broadcast in the east corner, we've got Mr. Pepperoni himself, the dog cast, Father Joshua. What
2: is poppin', my
1: dudes? Good to have you on. Good to have you on. And you're staring at that west side corner. I can see it. The guy standing there, sweaty already. Three beers in. The guy,
0: Chad. What's up, brother? I've been drinking since. I went homeless. <laughs> I'm Baron Corbin. You're homeless now. now. I'm a homeless jackass like Baron Corbin.
1: Makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. You are officially homeless. Uh, we were talking about this and uh our fans at Listen Weekly, they know that you've been selling your house, God bless. Uh but now God you're bless. homeless. I am. You're looking good homeless, by the way. Thank homeless you. works for you.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I feel like I do it better than Baron. You're Corbin still wearing does your TBR day the week. Any day of the week, I've got Baron Corbin beat on that homeless look.
1: I do want to say, though, this may be the most over I've been on Baron Corbin, so this is kind of working for him.
0: You like that homeless
1: shit that he's doing? I I do, I do, because I didn't like the King thing. I like Hmm. that he's, like, desperate and just ready for a change. Joshua, all the way from Oregon. Not sure how to say it. I spent a little time out there with you. Still not sure how I'm supposed to pronounce your state's name. But, uh... You're joining us. This is the first time, guys. This is the first time we've been all three on the mic for a while. It's a nice feeling. Okay, it's been a couple days. It's a yeah. really nice feeling. It's, it's been a couple days. Yeah, it's been a couple days for sure. So tonight, we had to get on the mic. We had to get on the mic tonight because SummerSlam just happened. Rampage just <laughs> happened. <laughs> And now it's time. No, you guys know it wasn't a dud. That's the music you give when something's a complete dud. This wasn't a dud. SummerSlam was out of this world. We had to get on the mic tonight because as we're texting, it dawns on me that all three of us have a different opinion on what's happening in the world of wrestling right now. And this hasn't happened for a while. Usually, me and the guy agree in the chat, and and, and the Josh over there, the dog cast father, starts shitting on everybody. And uh, not tonight, we all disagree. Accountability. You don't have to. You're just a dick. Accountability.
0: What's the accountability for, though? What, what, what is it, <laughs> Accountability. What do I have to be accountable for?
2: Well, it's because if I'm going to come on this show and I'm going to tell you what I really think about someone's wrestling, I'm going to tell you straight up two things. How the match was and that Nia Jax sucks. And that's all you Nia need. Nia Jax to
1: wasn't know. on the card for
0: any promotion. That's <laughs> the only two things. I know. And, it's, and, it, and that's, it's the, that's her at her that, best. Honestly. That's the best that's her at Nia, her best. Nyla Rose and Nia Jax. That's the be-
2: Last night at SummerSlam was the best Nia Jax we had ever seen. <laughs> On the mic, <laughs> off the mic, in the ring, out of the ring. Everything she was doing. It was the best Nia Jax you know, it's we It's funny ever seen. you
0: say that too, Josh, because we were talking about this, and I said, you know, Nyla Rose is the AEW version of Nia Jax, and I haven't seen Nyla Rose in a few weeks either. Now, I know she's been doing dark shit, but that's where she needs to stay, and I'll be happy. She can do her little dark matches. But as long as she's not around busting Britt Baker's right. arm, I'm good to go. As long as Britt Baker's still
2: around for AJ Lee to come back and for them to wrestle and everything, still be Mm -hmm. hokey-to-pokey, that's all that matters. Keep
0: Nyla Rose out of it.
2: Because I believe AJ Lee will be coming back. I really do.
1: Well, I think you guys are discounting what else has come back, and it's the re-grand opening of buffets in America. So there may be a correlation here. Nia Jax, I'm not trying to fat shame, I'm just saying that, that, Mm -mm. that she seems like she enjoys a buffet or two. That's all I'm saying. Yep. And Nyla Rose may be at said buffet with her. Hopefully, it's mm-hmm. a ninety-minute limit buffet because those—that's important. Mm-hmm. You got to You know what? Coming it's in, a in you, as match. a business owner, you, you got to know. You got to know as a business owner that when certain people walk in, you gotta you gotta hit them with a the disclaimer of: there's ninety minutes of this buffet. Okay, uh, you can have whatever you want within that ninety-minute t- time frame, but there's no takey homies. There's no <laughs> doggy boxes. It, it's just you, whatever you can get in your gutlet at that time. And uh, it's not going to happen. So, you know, Take there's definitely homies. there's definitely a buffet open at this point. And takey homies, you I like, like
0: that? it? Pat that's that by the make way. Make sure you, you make that. sure you get that copy written. Yeah. Don't let anybody else use that word. Takey homies.
1: Well, it's to. our next. Uh, it's it's going to be our next T-shirt, um, because now that we have found out that people have been pirating the shit out of us, which I don't buy. I don't buy. I'm okay with it. By the way, you can pirate the hell out of us. Just. Uh, give us some love so we can, uh, you know, have our own shit, you motherfuckers, you talentless you motherfuckers. <laughs> Before we really get into <laughs>
2: SummerSlam, I'd like to just bring something up really quick. Talentless motherfuckers. I'd like to bring up the fact that uh, <laughs> I was right. Oh, what were
0: you right about this week, oh, Josh? God. Here I feel we go like with you're this. right 99.9% of the time.
1: Josh watched 15 minutes when... of wrestling And th- and all of a sudden he's right
2: <laughs> Listen uh, There was a
1: time when
2: uh, I made a bold prediction That you did, Cotton. Goldberg was going to lose John Cena was going to lose And these two guys I was talking to Get this Neither of them believed That was even in the realm of possibilities and it, it turns out Here
0: we Goldberg's are Goldberg's not a jobber
2: but I didn't call Brock Lesnar coming back. When we Brock Lesnar came out. You didn't listen I was to the pumped. show. We
0: did last week. We, we actually did make that prediction.
2: It's. Listen. <laughs> I made the prediction. <laughs> Chad, you look so angry right, right now. You well, look so angry We, did, we, the we, we right legit now. did. We said if John no. Cena
0: doesn't win the title, that makes Roman Reigns OP. And the only guy that can stomp a mud hole in him at this point would be Brock Lesnar coming back. And he'd have to come back at SummerSlam. What, what happened? We said it.
2: That's on, set record. It on air, man. That's on record. Said it on air, John. i like to point out okay. that I was there first. Counted three times. And, mm-hmm. and you guys were just the follow-up show, that prediction, <laughs> because the prediction came from me first, and Here's you guys just stole it like AEW.
1: Whoa, pal. Whoa. Rampage is right, yeah. on fire. These there. are the two topics we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about Rampage. We're going to talk about SummerSlam because I think the two connect. First of all, he's back, and they didn't waste any time. Brock the Lesnar. crowd in Chicago was losing their shit for CM Punk. They were screaming it. Who's the that? The minute they went cameras up, the entire crowd was going nuts screaming CM Punk. I want to and know who this is. just pops. It was no Tony. It, CM Punk. He's a big deal. Who is that? Look him up Can sometime. Can you explain Catch to me who punk sign. is? What does the CNM even stand uh, for anyway? listen, you, pal. Cookie Monster it stands for... circumcised manually. Um, C- punk? Circumcised manually, punk.
0: <laughs> circumcised manually. That Man, was <laughs> really I think, good. I think any circumcision is manual these days.
1: You can <laughs> nope. do it automatically. You can do it automatically. It's <laughs> just like... There's, you know, if you... Penis, go! You maybe trip over something. <laughs> See, they uh, have this conveyor belt. Anyway, they just lay down on it just, Chad, this just whole lay back, back and relax son it'll, it'll be over in a minute off. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about the CM Punk uh, sorry I, I'm derailing and we're Go all ahead. we're talking about circumcisions it is my son's 13th birthday mm-hmm. by the way so it's appropriate we talk about
0: circumcisions <laughs>
1: I mean it makes sense to me
0: he's a man why now. wouldn't you he's a man now Th-
1: like in old Jewish times, they did it when they were born, right? They didn't. We didn't wait until they were thirteen to trim up their uh, dick sweater, right?
0: I don't think so. When did they do that? I think they did. As soon as they turned thirteen, they said, "Hey, it'd be interesting to look it's at time them. to cut that turtleneck off, son." Once you get <laughs> eighteen, no more turtle I mean, the shell turtleneck actually
1: makes a little bit of sense, right?
0: Right. It's like it a protective
1: to. layer. It's like a. It's like a sweater. For your penis, mm-hmm. a gym sweater. <laughs> it's 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 a sleeveless hoodie for your penis. It's the original it is, Under yeah. Armour.
0: You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you know how they here? You, you know what? Fun fact.
0: Oh my God! You're you know
2: how they the circumcise shit, a whale?
0: How do you do? How do you have how to how do, how circumcise that a whale? <laughs>
2: how, yeah. how do you do that? They hire foreskin
0: divers. Foreskin divers. I love it. <laughs> Good job.
2: That was, good that was a
1: good one. I'd say that. I'd say that's a dad joke, but that's more like a, that's more like a weird handsy uncle joke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes perfect sense. Your uncle I'm, Joe would say that to you. Uncle
1: Joe. I I've I been drinking way Joe too much uh, vodka and ginger ale over here. I remember when Uncle Joe sat me down one day and he says, he says, "Listen, Jed. Uh, tell me you bed your dick
0: sweater, okay? Real, quick, real quick. This
1: is your uncle Joe talking. <laughs> I just want to know. It's just the two of us. I nobody's around. You trust you, Uncle Joe.
0: <laughs> Nothing to be embarrassed about. What's it's just you and here? me. It's Get the plug playing with it in the pool. It's just the two of us tonight, <laughs> laying in this bed alone. You ain't. <laughs> nobody's gonna know. They call I mean, me the night tell man. Your mother, she's weird about shit like this. Because <laughs> you know. Because you know, if you told anybody about our little time. <laughs> No, that's not appropriate. <laughs> then you're going to
1: hell. You go. It's totally inappropriate, but that's what happens. This is, this has evolved into a impromptu cocktail show, which seems to be the case with like all of our shows at this point.
0: That's what happens when the three. But of us that's get okay.
1: On. We're talking Rampage. I got to get. I, I'm going to get us back on track here. I'm going to get
0: us back on track. Sure, CM we're, we're Punk AEW back first. Up we're talking after, Rampage after, first off, right out the after, gate. All yeah, right, of course. Got
1: it. After got seven it. years, CM Punk's back in a ring, and that ring is an AEW ring. The promo he cut is amazing. Simply said, he would never go back to WWE because they were a disease for him. Uh, you got guys crying in the crowd. He gave him. He gave everybody ice cream. How do you? How do you hate that? How do you, he? He can cannot ever go on a heel run now because he just gave everybody ice cream.
0: Entire crowd.
2: Maybe it was poisoned. So, do you ever think about that?
1: I'm pretty <laughs> sure we were all on the same page about seeing. What about Punk those that were
0: lactose intolerant, Leland? Did you ever consider them? Did you ever consider them, I'm sh- Leland? I'm
1: sure CM Punk. I'm sure CM Punk had an option, an, a lactose-free option. <laughs>
0: you're giving that guy way too much You right. ever think about the Is, beacons? It,
1: are, are any of you uh, totally not impressed with the CM Punk thing? I mean, you're all you're all over on this, right?
0: I think it's a great move.
1: Oh yeah, I thought it was a great move.
0: It's what AAW needed when he
1: came out,
2: I was pretty pumped. That they brought him out first, to be honest with you. I was like, you know what? Let's just start out the show. Because honestly, the crowd, when, when they started up that show, they were chanting it so hard from the get-go. That I feel like if they didn't bring him out first, the whole show would have just been that until he came out. So it's like, just fucking bring him out. But and it was nice. And he looks pretty much the same he as he, he did. uh uh-huh. Good thing yeah. is, too, is I don't see him having much ring rust because he did just do that wrestling show with Stephen Amell. And he's been training for it like he would have when he wrestled is what he's been saying. And he's been in talks with AEW for a year. So, I mean, he's kind of already had this idea going.
1: Yep. Why do you think the derail with uh, Fox being a uh, color commentator on SmackDown? What do, you, what do you think that was about? Why do you think do you, do you think it was just a payday for him?
2: I think a part of him wanted to yeah, test stump, the waters. I
1: stumped you guys here. Sure, to I, see, to I, see I if the that. crowd is going to receive him.
2: Right, and I think once he saw that they liked him, he was like, "Okay, I, I could
0: roll this." I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: So he did the uh, he did the SmackDown pre the pre show the, the was on FS1, and he oh, was like that, a color commentator yeah, Renee Young. T, he'd come on, er, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He'd come on like every three weeks or whatever and give his, his two cents on, on what was happening. Uh, we only saw him in a, in six months' time. Only saw him like four times. But um, I always wondered, you know, why, why are you doing this? And now, now, now you're in an AEW ring talking about WWE like it is a cancer. So, interesting. Interesting go there. But these guys get insecure, man. They get insecure after being out of the ring for a while. They start thinking, hey, these guys aren't... nobody's going to remember me. Nobody's going to give a shit. Man, that was a crowd pop last night. I I think all of Chicago erupted. I can't remember the last time I saw somebody crying in an entrance, uh, let alone be a grown-ass man. Usually it's a kid crying, but nope, this was a, this was a grown-ass man out there just uh, giving his tears and his vagina right over to CM Punk. In his
2: defense, he was cutting onions. <laughs> yeah,
0: he was just... I in, did see that, yeah. He he's at a Rampage like, him. hey, anybody want this sausage he over here? Fit. I'm cutting up onions, guys. <laughs> oh, shit.
2: Is that CM he's Punk? Here. He... He had a he had a big grinder. It was covered in fresh onions. It got to him a little bit.
1: (laughs) Right before the right before the music hit, he was asking the people around him, "Hey guys, listen, I got extra onions on my grinder over here. Would you like uh, Would you like some?" And then they went right to him. They cut to him. He had the extra onions, and then got. It's just bad timing.
2: A guy in front of him let out a big stinker. <laughs> it kiss, it singed his nose hairs, made him made him cry a little bit. That's when the camera came on him. You saw him when he was throwing his hand up there. Yeah, he was he- raising his hand for help. <laughs> the man needed air. My boy needed air.
1: He was not testifying as if he was in church. He he needed air. He needed air. Aww. Well, at any at any rate, he was super excited. The whole, I mean, the whole city. I mean, Chad, you live pretty close to Chicago. This place is on fire still, right? I mean, they're, they're, they're still burning the city down.
0: I'm pretty sure that the United Center is burnt straight to the ground for CM Punk's return. The other, the other thing, too, is somebody kept asking, it was like— weird
2: because they thought Seth Rollins was going.
0: Is it possible that, that mm-hmm. CM Punk would only have gotten that reception in Chicago? I, I don't think so. I think Punk could have come out of almost anywhere and got a very similar reaction. I don't think yeah. they would have had some dude in the stands crying, but I think pretty much anywhere he would have gotten that same reception. It just happened to work out that it was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Now the next one is when are they going to be in Seattle for Brian Danielson uh, to walk out? Well, that's the next big name. That's
1: what everybody's talking about. Daniel Bryan coming back um, or coming to AEW.
0: You yeah. think yeah, like he's Should not be going to get the pop? Bray Wyatt. Ooh. Well, what is his complete cl- complete well, co- or the compete uh, clause for Bray Wyatt? Has he got that ninety day going right now? Cop- I don't know. It's always ninety days. It's probably ninety days. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got a while yet. Yeah. It's always ninety days. He won't show up until whatever paper. But the thing
1: is, is is there's no way Daniel Bryan, there's no way Daniel Bryan's gonna get that pop. There's no way. Not in Seattle. So if they're trying to compete with that, then I wouldn't do it. Not even close. No, because I think
0: what. Here's what happened. Baker got a ridiculous one in Pittsburgh.
1: You, I completely agree with you, but you got to frame this in the right context, when. CM Punk is in Chicago, and he comes back after seven years. The crowd goes insane, and that's all they wanted to see. All they had to do was his music hit, and he walked out. That was it. If you brought out Daniel Bryanson in the same fashion, he's going to get a pop for sure. The Yes Chan. Especially in Seattle. He's going to get a pop. Yeah, it's not going to be CM Punk big, though, unless they do it at the end of a pay-per-view and they bring him out Brock Lesnar style and they run him right into another feud when you totally catch people off guard that's kind of the problem right now with all this all this this social media stuff is we all knew the CM Punk thing was coming that's why the crowd already had the signs that's why they were already chanting the minute when the wind lights up and quite frankly that's that's a huge problem in wrestling right now there's no kayfabe shut your fucking phones off and get some kayfabe going
2: yep Th- there's none I mean, we told everybody two weeks ago that his first opponent in AEW was gonna be Darby Allen. And yep, sure enough, his first opponent is Darby it's Allen the only one one that Raptors makes sense.
0: Should be Darby, because he needs to, he needs to work the ladder Who's on the guys that are established already. He, he, he's not going to be on Dark for three months wrestling the Varsity Blondes and shit. Like, he's going right to the main roster, the a, A-listing guys right off the bat. It's kind of hard for me to say that Darby Allen's an A-lister, but he is for AEW, even though I can't stand the guy. Um, I can't wait to see CM I Punk think it was fucking stop a mud hole in that fucker. But yes, it made sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I just don't think it it was their best move. Yeah, who else would
1: you like to see him go with, Josh?
2: Well, first match. Jungle Boy? Before that, the the reason why I don't think Darby is his best good first match is because you're going to need to put one of those guys over. And right now, they're building up Darby Allen to be over. So they keep having him win and win, and they're kind of building him up. So now you're going to put him up against CM Punk, which is going to mean one of two things. CM Punk's first match back... In forever, he's going to take the L, or they're going to completely There's shut no down way. Darby Allen's run. So you, you, you're kind of taking an L either way that you go.
0: One of them is. I thought about that un- too. Unfortunately, I completely. Agree. I would. I thought about that, but I, I don't like Darby Allen, so I'm good with it. Yeah. Right.
2: Uh. I personally believe I would have liked to have seen a Kenny Omega angle which I believe is what they're gonna lead up to um, but I honestly think the first person that he should went up against was like hangman page or even moxley
0: not with no nah, no way no way my first
1: thought was why don't MJ MJF is at the end of his run with Jericho why don't you have the blow off of that at All Out, and then you pop, bring in CM Punk, and CM Punk says, I'm going to shut your loud fucking mouth up. That, that's mm-hmm. what I would have liked to see personally.
0: MJF. I think it's, it might just be timing.
1: But we all know I'm an, MJ, I'm an MJF mark. We all know that.
0: I don't have an issue with MJF. I just I feel actually, like that's something that needs to be built up months prior to a pay-per-view, not like a week or two.
1: Well, I get that, but it starts out at All Out. It starts at the end of that match it because could be. I think MJF's going to go over. I don't think Jericho's going over.
0: It could be. Um we know we're going to get an Maybe Adam Page and I can, CM Punk. I think match, I, I, that's coming. It's coming. I think I think Darby Allin's more of a test of the face, waters, though. you know, like it makes sense from a business standpoint for Toting Khan to have him go against sure. Darby Allin cuz he's sure. going to be able to gauge like who's more over right now, who deserves that push. If people are mm-hmm. 50-50, then you can say, okay, Darby takes the L here. Mm-hmm. Put Darby back on his push. Put CM Punk in another direction, and and then they can, you know, both prosper in this company. The problem with that is, is that that means that Darby Allen kind of gets pushed back down to mid card. You know, one of these two guys is going to go mid carder here. And since Darby Allen looks like he already has been mid carding, mm-hmm. it makes sense, you know, from a business standpoint that Darby takes the L, Punk takes the W, and then he moves on to greener pastures. At least from a business standpoint, from a fan standpoint. Oh, man, some of these Darby Allen marks are probably going to be like, "Fuck, why already, man? Darby's the man, guys. Come on, he's yeah. 98 pounds, soaking wet, motherfucking ass. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> Can't stand Darby. Why
1: would you guys already do that? Darby Allen is a real, a real minch. He's a Can't real minch.
0: stand guys. that guy. And I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of Darby Allen fans out there, but I, every time I look at this guy, I'm like, "Fucking get him off TV, man. Get Sting away from him." Let that let that dude get in another tire and roll down a hill somewhere and make that hill never end, and he just keeps rolling down the hill. I never want to see that dude again.
1: Well, let me let me throw something out there. Let's say Bray Wyatt comes in the the pack and he puts out there his version of what the Fiend was supposed to be. Could you would you buy into a Darby Allin as his like emo eclectic gimmick paired up with the Fiend?
0: Maybe I, I feel like Dar. I feel and well. This, and Sting. Mm, I feel no, like
1: things got to get out of the picture. I'm done with Stane.
0: I feel like Bray Wyatt does, would pro, more. It would make more sense for obviously for him to go Dark Order, right? I mean, wouldn't that make sense that yeah. you would put him yeah. in that element and then that order becomes something dark again? And it's not this, you know, playhouse. I get why they're doing that because it was for Brody Lee's son. Keep things happy, upbeat. But now that we're getting past that a little bit and the dust is settling, I would say Bray Wyatt going to the Dark Order and kind of actually turning that back into, like, a, a dark Wyatt family style. That'd be cool. Or, knowing AEW, they probably will just have Bray Wyatt on a single run. He'll just do his own fucking thing. Who knows? But that would be where or, I would think he would go. What I they could know.
2: do is they could have the, the Dark Order do some stupid-ass ritual thing or whatever they want to do. To bring forward the the true leader of the Dark Order, which would be Bray Wyatt. And then it kind of changes the aspect of it up a little bit. He kind of alters them to be more of how he's kind of wanting. And they kind of go at that angle to keep them relevant, but still keep the group. But it's going to update them, essentially.
0: So, let let me ask you guys something. In that way... Can I ask you something real quick? I originally Mm -hmm. thought that Adam Hangman Page lost his match because they were going to move CM Punk right to the belt. But clearly, they're not doing that. They're not. They're going to let CM Punk work his way up the ladder. So there's a reason why Adam Hangman Page lost his match. And that match is now clear that he lost because they were breaking him away from the Dark Order. There's something brewing there with the Dark Order. And Bray Wyatt's been in contact with AEW for the last couple months. So is it possible that that's already in the works? They took Adam out of the page. <laughs> Adam out of the page. <laughs> Go ahead finish it. Adam out of the page they ripped Adam hangman page out of the page they took the page out of the Adam. And, and maybe that's the that's the direction they're already going in maybe they're already anticipating having bray wyatt part of the dark order what do you guys think
1: well they're gonna have to really think about this they're gonna have to make the right move here they're at a point in their they're at a point in their company that they're gonna have to really think about this because they've been doing this for almost two years now and the fan base is growing larger and larger and larger. However, WWE has answered the shots; they answered the call with SummerSlam last night, mm-hmm. and AEW I don't think can rest on their fan base anymore. Just taking whatever they want to give them, um, they're going to have to clean up the clean up the referees. They're going to have to clean up the uh, the botches, which they've got a lot better. I'll give them that. But they're going to have to clean this up because what happened in SummerSlam last night was the WWE answering the call and saying, you guys just thought we were down because we were releasing everybody. We were just gearing up. Watch out. A lot of people are saying, well, this is exactly what the WWE does. They bring in their big hits. They bring in the Lesners, the Casinas, the Rocks, this, that. I don't care if that's their hits. It works for them. Because I'll tell you right now, when Lesnar's music hit at the end of SummerSlam, spoiler alert, I lost my shit. Oh, I was so and he come over out that. Looking like it. Not me. Popped he came hell. out looking like a freaking Viking. He came out looking like a Viking. I was all about it. <laughs> Dude. Not to mention, I just I just saw a phenomenal match with Roman Reigns and John Cena. I think what and we're gonna is get. We,
2: is we all disagree. Face so let's do this. We're getting Face Lesnar, which we've never seen before. So what we're gonna get is Hill Roman Reigns versus a Hill Lesnar. And he's gonna have a completely different look than he's ever had, which he's in right now. It's kind of a mix, mix between a cowboy and a viking either way you're better not take his daughter out on a date or he will put you out in six feet deep but hey, w- with the little ponytail in the back i don't know when he came out it was huge pop and the fact that you have roman reigns with paul Heyman, it's the angle they're going to go with the match i want to yeah. see is that eventually lead up to a unified title i've been saying this for weeks i want that to lead up to a unified title where he fights Bobby Lashley, one of them wins it. And honestly, I'm cool with either one winning it. If they do go that route, the most probably reasonable thing that WWE will end up being a triple threat match, one of them will lose the belt first, and then it'll turn into a triple threat at Mania. I do believe all this will transpire by Mania.
0: But I was over. He was out. Wrestling Damas here. Wrestling Damas. I I'm going to tell you what I think. <clears throat> I think you're right about the unified belt. I also think yeah, they're getting rid of Raw. Hand. I think Raw is going away. I think it's gonna be SmackDown NXT, um, and uh, they're room. gonna focus all on the, all their talent on the SmackDown roster. I think that's why they were condensing down was to come down to one show, um, and then have NXT because Vince has already moved into that role to kind of take over NXT. Makes the most sense. Um, so it, it, it kind of sucks because what Raw is like the the pinnacle of wrestling, and it's it would just be weird to think that show would just disappear. But it looks like that could be happening. The only thing I'll disagree about is I did not pop hey, for Lesnar. everything has a season. And- I did not pop for Lesnar. I hate that he's back. I'm tired of seeing Lesnar reigns, um, but it's the only thing that makes sense. They've literally been building Lesnar's return for an entire year. Roman fucking railed through yeah. every wrestler that came his way, except for Lesnar. So clearly this whole buildup was for his ass to begin with. So I'm fucking disappointed. I think WWE's stupid. I'm tired of Lesnar. I, I want him gone. I want Roman to drop that fucking title. I'm tired of that shit. I was hoping Cena would win and they would like start letting Big E in the picture and shit. No, of course not. We're going to get another Lesnar-Reigns match. Not happy about it. And a year ago,
2: Chad, I would years, agreed man. with you. Future me, looked it past me and slapped him in the face and said, you didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> Brock Lesnar coming out was one of the greatest things in history. And let me tell you why SummerSlam was better than Rampage right here. Rampage started out and we got everything we wanted to see in that entire hour in 10 minutes. Okay. When he walked out, that's all we, all we cared about rush the show. We're like, who gives a shit? CM Punk's back. Great. Let's watch something different. Who even cares? When SummerSlam happened, it was a good show. I'll give I'm not going to talk like Rampage was a bad show. It was, it was a a solid show, but I'm getting to is SummerSlam gave us something that the average fan wasn't going to think was going to happen. You got two upsets. You had two returns, okay, and you had Edge and Seth Rollins, and Edge comes out as the Broad. and the transition between the Broad song and his new song was actually poorly done, I felt, but that's me, but anyways, I, like it. I, like it. I, I mean, it, there was too long of a lag, okay, they, they could have easily went to where the music stopped, and then he looked down, things went like that, it was like... It was like he had two separate entrances. They just didn't flow. Like he had his first one. That's oh, that's cool, and then his other one just started. Instead of having it flow into each other, it was just like now our music's playing. Now nothing's on. It's black. All right, here we go.
1: Anyways, that was didn't matter to me at all because that match was amazing. Yeah, that was the match of the night for SummerSlam. One hundred percent. That was your clinic. That was what uh, what what tore the house down. Not to take away from Roman and Cena though, I thought Roman Cena had a great match. I found myself going back and forth. One one minute I'm 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 going for Cena, and the next minute I'm going for Roman. So one minute I was like, "Is this over yet?" It did everything that.
0: And one minute I was like, "Fuck! It's still going! God damn it! Can we hurry up? Because this shit's boring as fuck." That's how I felt during that match.
1: You're such a fucker. I I was bored out of my mind. You didn't get suspended and all that.
0: I didn't even, dude. I fell asleep after the Edge. Rollins match, and and thank God that I did, because if I would have watched that live, I'd have shot myself in the head. It was boring. Lesnar came out. <laughs> thank God. I am still here. alive today because I shut that shit yeah, off. thank God, because I probably wouldn't be here right now talking shit if it weren't for me falling asleep. Thank you, Jesus. I am not... I am not... Over- that match was horrible, dude. Like, it was so much ground and pound, like I knew it was going to be. It was a lot of punches... It was a lot of poor camera angles. It was a lot of John Cena trying to do a high rope fucking, you know, attitude adjustment. It's like, fuck, can you guys actually wrestle or not? Can either one of you fuckers wrestle? Do either one of you guys know how to wrestle? Guess not. Look- I felt that match was perfectly <laughs> choreographed.
2: Let me let me tell you why. Me too. Let, let, they let me
1: suspended why. my belief for, for 15 minutes.
0: Mm.
2: Leland and I were, were watching that together. And he even vouched the whole I know. Time I saw those texts going, when I woke nah, up at midnight. Kinda, I was
0: like, fuck, I missed that. He kinda, God
2: damn it. He kind of botched that one a little bit.
0: <laughs> uh, he's
2: looking a little rusty here. He's botched in this a little bit. Yeah. But Leland didn't notice any of that. So at that moment, I kind of realized that maybe I overanalyzed wrestling. But anyways, we were watching that match. And as it was going, they that was perfectly choreographed. Because you started hitting the... the signature moves okay and then they both hit their finishing moves okay but they both don't sell it no okay so then what do they do they have to pull off their ultimates where they're doing something special that they usually don't do but it's usually gonna be something crazy and then when you saw john cena pull off the fu off the second rope you knew in that moment roman reigns was taking the belt if he kicks out of this and he did, because at yes. that point you know that John Cena, the person that's supposed to be this great hero to everybody, the strongest wrestler, blah, 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 whatever. If Roman kicks out of that, that puts him more over than beating most people anyways that's even in wrestling. So he pulled that yeah. off, and then when he when he finished him with a solid spear, by the way, I will give it to Roman Reigns, when he actually connects with, a, with his spear with someone who actually sells it, like John Cena, because... When let's be honest, when John Cena started wrestling, a lot of people were using the spear. You had Edge, you had Dave Batista. so he yeah. knows how to sell a spear. And when that connects perfectly, sure. one, two, three.
1: You know what I liked about it was you had Roman Reigns at the top. I mean, John Cena. I said this. I don't. I must have said this four times on our on our call, Josh. Ro- John Cena brought the best out of Roman Reigns because it's it wasn't so much of what was happening. Uh, with the wrestling part of it was it was what was happening in between. I'm not even looking at you in the fucking camera right now, Chad. You can go fuck yourself because it was the shit talking. <laughs> it was the watch out Hollywood. I'm gonna hurt this man. It was, it was, was that stuff match. that brought the re- that I felt like you're such a fucking hosehead. I can't even look at you in the camera because you're like you're like doing the doggy. It, it's so hard because, like, because you and I, I always it. agree, and, and I'm, I'm to listening to this and I'm
0: like, no fucking way. You thought that was a good match? No way. But you did. I loved it's it. It's blowing my mind. I loved it.
1: And when they, you know why it was such a good match? Because unlike you, I watched that motherfucking thing live and I had to sit through Goldberg's dumbass botch everything. Oh, Goldberg was horrible. And damn near. That match was really bad. Fucking kill Bobby Lashley. So I guess when you put those things in perspective, absolutely it was a great match. But it was a good match. And and then when when uh, when Lesnar's music hits at the end, I totally wasn't even beginning to
0: expect that. I see what you guys are saying. I was I was so we were all, the we were all punished Bliss. with like the Mysterios really and the did. Usos match. I just want to throw that in there. So bad the Mysterios and Usos match being so fucking horrible that it did make Lesnar or I'm sorry, uh, Cena and Reigns look like fucking badasses. I get it now. I get what you guys were seeing because yeah. we we were we were shit on with the Usos and the Mysterios, and we had that Cena. Okay. I can see that. But
1: you know what? I didn't even want to talk about the Usos and the Mysterios tonight, but I, now that you brought it up, I'm going to say one thing. The very last thing I've ever done as a wrestling fan is judge a wrestler on his ring gear. Some ring gears I like more than others, but I come from the, the old school of wrestling where some most guys just wore a solid color tights. Most of those tights were black, and it, you were judging all of what they were doing in the ring. But I will tell you right now, what in the living motherfucking fuck was the Mysterios thinking when they put on that pasty pink and yellow outfit? Like, I'm sorry when the when their music hit and they come walking out looking like some motherfucking Easter eggs, <laughs> I was done. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't take, I can't take this shit seriously. Are Trash. we talking about Rey Mysterio, the the greatest luchador of all time, mm-hmm. and his jabroni fucking kid looking like Easter eggs, like That's like fucking saying. Roger Rabbit out here? I can't, I can't fucking. It hurts do it. my heart I to say that I, that I hated. I was match. hoping the Usos would have would have busted him open.
0: Yep, it hurts my heart to say I hated that match. Well, cause cause it it I had love potential
1: Ray. to be a good match. Yep. It and it had potential to be a good match. Dominic actually is coming together really well. But when you already come out looking so fucking stupid, what what am I supposed to expect? What am I supposed to Not do? Not only That's that, dude. Am supposed to buy it? It looked like the Red Rooster. The Usos are always Ooh. solid
0: in the ring. The Usos are a very solid tag team, and they, they came out looking like they hadn't done it in fucking 10 years. Maybe they were already drunk, you know?
1: They were slow. Yeah, yeah.
0: They were slurring their moves. Well, they
1: have. They were slurring their moves and uh, picking up on the ladies. Yeah, they, they, uh, they've had some issues. God bless them. But they've had some issues for sure. So SummerSlam was a miss for you then, Chad? Is that what I'm hearing?
0: Uh, you know, other than I, Seth Rollins and Edge, uh, which they, that was a barn burner. Like you know, because that was they tore the house down. I mean, if you want to compare yeah. it to the Moxley and that 2.0 guy that I've already forgotten his name, uh, Rollins and Edge all day. So as far as like quality wrestling compared to Rampage, the best match between two sh- both shows was Edge and Rollins. I'll give it to him that they they earn it, they deserve it. What culture gave that match a
2: perfect rating? Dave Messler liked it too. That was definitely the best match of the night. That was definitely probably arguably one of the best matches of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. Arguably. It was yeah. really good. It, it was good. It's one, of the, it, it's one of those matches that I will go back. If I go back and watch SummerSlam, let's say a year, two years, three years down the road, if I go back and watch SummerSlam from the summer of 21, I'm going to go straight to that match. That's the first, that's the first one I got to watch right there. It's not Cena, it's not Roman. Yeah, that's the one I got to watch. They hit it's all Angel their spots ones. too. It's
2: because. Not, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's because they're so good in the ring that even if you're not really following them or their angle currently, you still enjoy watching their match when you got two great wrestlers like that. It's like if you were to have Shawn Michaels and Randy Orton wrestle, you would have an a, an amazing choreographed match. And this great is, point. That, that's, that's, that's the same style thing you get when you got Edge and Seth Rollins in the ring. They're both very technically sound wrestlers. So even if you're not really following them, you're not really over them at the moment, you'll still watch their match because it's probably going to be the best match of the night. Always. And sure enough, last night it was the best match of the night.
1: And, you know, it took me back to um, it took me back to Bret Hart and the British Bulldog in Wembley Stadium. That's what it took me back to because that was the that was the last time that we had that big of a clinic, our technical wrestling match at a SummerSlam uh, was probably those two guys. I, I, I was totally over on that. Uh, midway through, I'm going to my room to switch the, and put on the, the rated R superstar shirt. So, um, yeah, definitely the Barber. Would you say
0: uh, Christian versus Omega last week was better than, or as good as, or not as good as the uh, Edge-Rollins match of last night? Because I thought Christian and Omega had a hell of a good match. Rampage last week.
1: I say, I say, not as good, but not not too far behind.
0: And that's that's Edge's old tag team partner. And, and honestly, um, Christian did a spear, and I was like, "Damn!" Like, we're lucky enough to see mm-hmm. both Edge and Christian right now. Like, that's just awesome in itself. And and um, Edge is just on fire right now. Like, it's amazing to me that dude's in his fifties. You would never if you would have told me he was in his fifties, I'd be like, "Fuck you!" He's not in his fifties. Never know. Yeah, guys on fire. I totally agree.
1: Where do you stand on that Josh? I'm curious to hear your your answer to that question
2: to the Omega Christian match yeah
1: yeah when in comparison to the edge Rollins versus versus Omega uh, uh, Christian which is the better match for you edge and Rollins see now I agree with that and the reason I agree it's it's a slim it's a slim win for edge and Rollins but my I actually think Omega is what held that match back just a little bit, and the reason for that is sometimes Omega can be very unbelievable. Where Christian is so believable in what he does, Edge is so believable in what he does that you have to you have to dial yourself back. And and it, Omega has some amazing moves. He has some amazing finishers. That's that Snapdragon. You've got to work those bugs out. You can't do fifteen snapdragons and still and still expect the match to go on. Is it just
0: me? That's one that you hit one and you're done. Is it since he turned heel? He's he's not been as quite as technically sound or hitting his spots since he's been a heel. It's almost like he's trying too hard to maintain his heel. You're right and be a wrestler all at the same time, and it's just not fucking working. Like he's not been as good as he was before he had his heel run. Like in the ring. Um, This is he.
1: This is you. You hit the nail on the head, Chad. This is his heel run, though, because if you go back and look at his work in Japan as the cleaner when he was the last time he was a heel, Mm -hmm. this is what Omega heel looks like. That is, which by the way, isn't a bad thing. But when we're comparing it to a a a match between Rollins and Edge that literally is going to be shown in NXT developmental to say hey, this is how you do it at a high level, there's it's not much of a comparison to me. No,
0: no, I still love Omega, but yeah, he's he's been a little weak. Since his heel Absolutely. run started. It's not been as good. The only good match um, he had was when he had it against Sonny Kiss. And it wasn't quite a squash match, but he, he was technically sound. But that was when he was transitioning. So I haven't seen a good omega match since no pun intended. Since like last year. Like it's not been good. And we won't
2: until he wrestles CM Punk.
0: And that's probably true.
2: And that match will be two groups to really determined who's to the best see- in the world.
1: I'm really excited to see if CM Punk's going to have ring rust because we're not just talking about a CM Punk that is coming back after seven years. When he was wrestling with the WWE, this guy was at a high level. He was at that Kenny Omega level right now. So he has to be at that high level to meet our expectations as fans. And I would venture to say his expectation of himself. So I hope he's spent some time in the ring. I hope he's getting his reps because uh, Darby Allin's not going to go light on him for sure. Um... We'll see what happens in All Out. You're going to be there live and in person to see this, Chad. And I'm so, I am. I'm, every day I get more and more fucking jealous of you. I'm going to be there? Every day.
0: You know what's crazy? CM Punk's going to be in Milwaukee a, next yeah. on Wednesday, by the way. So I'll get to see CM Punk in person. It's yep. kind of weird. It's weird. I didn't expect that. I actually had no idea that I was going oh, to get see Oh, and by the CM way, the minute,
1: the minute you pick me up at the airport, all we're doing, there's two things we're doing. We can... We're going straight to pro wrestling tees. We're getting some Chicago pizza. I got to get the same new place CM Punk we went to t-shirt. last time. I got
0: to do same it. Same place we went to last time for pizza. Is that what mm-hmm. we're doing?
1: The one, the one in Wrigleyville. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. My Cubs completely have fallen apart. I don't even want to fucking talk about my Cubs right now. But I still want to see Wrigley. So anyway, God bless. But I'm definitely getting that CM Punk t
0: shirt. I got to have it. What is your feelings on that, Josh? Do you like CM Punk's new shirt? It kind of looks like his WWE one. Actually. Let me ask you, you this. What do you think of John shirt. Cena's? John Cena's Super Mario Brother 3 shirt that we've seen a million times other wrestlers wear before. That was cool. Here's, here's my only comment to that.
2: <laughs> I like the green one better. Wrestling fans, uh, apparently, I don't know if they've uh, become short-term memory loss or what it is, but CM Punk marks around the world today, got online, and we're like, whoa, CM Punk. Uh, Had that shirt first, Cena. You copied him. That's his artwork. That's kind of funny. Because Mankind did it before either of them even wrestled, dummy. And then it's coming from a game from the 80s, idiot. WWE doesn't own the rights to that. Everybody copies that shit.
0: I've seen that. Do you think WWE
2: timed it perfectly when they decided to launch that shirt? (laughs) That's here and over there. But CM Punk shirt is the same exact fucking shirt. It's white, has the the black little bits on it. It's mm. the same shirt, but
1: it, it kinda had to
0: be. I like it.
1: WWE has the has the best uh merch though. I'm telling you. They they got they've won me over so much on these miniature belts. I can't stop buying these fucking things. I got one too. I swear to God. I'd love to see I that TNT get, so Which one'd you get? Which one'd you get?
2: The WWE belt. Yeah, but I got the one I got the one that was from uh, right before they switched over to their new logo.
1: So 2014 where it's actually said WWE underneath it.
2: Yeah, I I like that
1: belt actually. I always do. I do too. That's a good belt. Yeah, I mean their merchandise is is far far beyond anything else out there right now. And as much as sometimes I want to hate the WWE, I, they still got my money because they got badass shit. I bought my third belt. I got the Intercontinental Attitude Era one. Cannot wait for that to come in the mail. Getting that I TNT, that TNT title belt. You right be way, getting this that is... TNT
0: pin. TNT pin.
1: I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the pens too. I mean, and I'm really pulling for you to be able to pull this out for me because I can't oh, buy get them right it. now. And, and if we don't get it, guess where we're I going. I don't know how we got to talking about.
0: Guess where we're going. We're going to Pro Wrestling Tees. Pro wrestling they sell tees. them there. You'll get one one way or another. That's it's right. Coming. We're going to get them.
1: TNT, they got the TNT. They got the tag team. I got I to gotta collect them all. This is kind of my thing. I don't know how we got to talking about merchandise, but I love it because right now is the funnest time to be a wrestling fan. Right now is the funnest time to be able to buy all this stuff to be accessible to all this stuff I am wearing my wrestling t-shirts out in public and I'm feeling great about it people are high-fiving me strangers I'm seeing even though we're still kind of on the tail end of COVID here I, yeah of course I'm high-fiving I'm wearing my Bret Hart shirt you should you should fucking love this thing
0: absolutely I do have a
1: question though where are these people getting the replica AEW belts because I would buy one right now
0: mm, I thought I they see don't them
1: online Everybody sell them every, online every at the events, who's selling them? I can't find these things anywhere. At the I've events, I went on the website and I can't find they have these things. It's only at the events. events?
0: I I just said that. I'm be honest with you. I don't know. That does make sense if they're You're buying them at the website. at the events, right there. At well, don't I was
1: I. at the event and I never saw them. I don't know, man. I never saw them unless they're doing that Amazon. now. Amazon. You're gonna find out this coming Wednesday. I it could find be. Out I'll find out if if, I would totally buy if
0: they're there. You know, I'll I'll fork over the 750.
1: 750 is that what
0: they're Well, what was, what was the, the WWE title for? the universal title we were looking at one time Bray Wyatt's it was like $2,000 or something like that for a stupid ass face mask belt. yeah
1: that, but that was that that was for the face one yeah typically they're running it between like three and four hundred dollars got right it now. but if you catch the if you catch the deals they're a little better than that anyway I want to get one of these titles and I'm going to hold it up way above my head when I get one right in front of the camera and I'm going to look at you motherfuckers and I'm going to say whether I'm heel whether I'm baby face I'm going to do me
0: been a DogCast production.